Welcome to Euraxiv's Agri-Food Podcast. I'm Natasha Foote. And I am Gerardo Fortuna. And here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from Euraxiv's Agri-Food News team. So welcome back. Today we have a tough task ahead, uh, which is uh, recording this podcast and talking about something that <laughs> it, it is happening as we speak. <laughs> We're recording this podcast today, Friday, the 26th of March, which is the day. Uh, what happens today, Tash? The big day. Big cap day. Dun, dun, dun. It's the cap super trilogue. Very exciting. Wow, I've never sung in a podcast before. <laughs> yeah, we also have a jingle. It's not true. You're actually doing the, the moo at the beginning of the podcast. It's not a cow. Eh? Don't give that away, Gerardo. Don't tell the people that. I would say it's impressive if it was me. I would be proud. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Anyway, so the big super super duper trilogue. We, that's what we're discussing today. That's what the focus is on. It's what we've been revving up for for the last few weeks. We've been talking about it again and again. But let's have a quick recap about what it is. So, so what exactly is the super trilogue, Gerardo? What's happening? Uh, what, what's, why is it such a big deal? The cap is made out of these uh, three uh, main pieces of legislation. You have the horizontal regulation, the strategic plans, and the common market organization. Uh, so for each of these dossiers, we basically have one negotiator for the European Parliament, uh, an MEP, basically, uh, while uh, the on the other side sits the rotating presidency. It was the, the German presidency for quite a while, for less than two months, actually, in the, um, the previous rotating presidency. And now it's uh, the turn of the Portuguese, who uh, they holding the, the rotating presidency until uh, the end of June. Mm -hmm. Why is super shallow? Because indeed, uh, they all together in this room, uh, all the negotiators trying to um find a not an agreement because i mean we're, we're even if it's a, if it's going to be a successful super trilogue there are others to come because i mean a final agreement is expected by may but um it's crucial it's crucial it was uh, clear from the words of the um portuguese agriculture minister uh, antunes uh, who um, was uh, a special guest in like two weeks ago in our podcast, and and she basically um, told us how crucial, how key is this uh, super trilogue uh, in order to reach a final agreement uh, before May. So we actually have the menu <laughs> today's menu. So as I said, they're discussing. They probably will end. They started at nine. They probably end up talking around six. Um, a, a press conference is now announced uh, around uh, half past seven this evening. So um, again, our our uh, intention is to trying to, to to bring you what uh, what they're talking about, mm -hmm. uh, starting with the menu. So the first item in the agenda is the starter. The starter, the starter. Big starter, actually. I'm not sure how they're going to have an appetite for the rest of it. You're right, then, eh? because I mean, I, I I had some little talks with people working uh, at the negotiations, and uh, they basically told me, uh, see how it goes on with the new delivery model, and mm. uh, it's basically 
the main ban on contention. I mean, th- there are also a lot of uh, a torn issue, but this one is the one that I've seen, you know, the position quite far in the past week. So this is about, of course, the, the delivery model, which is, um, the, is basically the main innovation of the uh, presented by the commission. And uh, uh, it's basically um, is, is built around this shift to performance. So basically you have these nine objectives that need to be pursued by member states. And uh, there's a set of common output and result indicators. And there's a system of performance uh, which is basically based on on indicate output indicators and performance review. Mm-hmm. So the main issue is the performance review. How we know farmers are, are being successful in the aims and and correlating that with with, with the money they receive, basically. So quite a yeah. lot rests on these indicators because it's not about these indicators, as you said. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's um, okay. The competition proposal is quite complicated, but at the same time, the European Parliament believes that this could. Uh, shouldn't end up into, you know, uh, further red tapes because, I mean, it's uh, the bureaucratic procedures are quite uh, already quite uh, uh, demanding for farmers. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Portuguese presidency came up uh, with a new proposal. This review should be every two years. Uh, they could allow payment suspension only after the second year. Uh, it's still not the same position of the European Parliament because, I mean, the, the European Parliament is more for, for this um, performance framework that is more flexible, let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it goes. And uh, and again, it's um, there's a good chance that if this one uh, proceeds on, on a safe path, on a safe lane, the other topics uh, under discussion could follow and could find also a general agreement. So this is the biggie. This is the one. If they find some kind of find an agreement on this new delivery model, on this allocation of funds. But what's next? I mean, what's what's after this one? After the biggie. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a number of things. What have we got here? So um, horizontal regulation is next. Next on the cards. Yeah, there's also, I'm reading uh, this, the main issue that are, uh, that will be raised um, and there's also this uh, protection of the financial interests of the union. So it's basically about the um, data in the common agricultural policy, uh, particularly when it comes to this uh, arachne. Arachne. Yeah, yeah, arachne tool. Spider tool. It's basically the, this um, database that it's used for um, also for other uh, use subsidies and then need to be um, used also and, and they could actually guarantee more transparency when it comes to uh, subsidies uh, flowing but there's also the issue with strategic plan uh, this is the other uh, mm-hmm. main course here the main contentious issue is the role of uh, active farmer no Mm-hmm. Yeah, definition of an active farmer. What constitutes a farmer? Because this is also, you know, really at the crux of of the issue. You know, basically, who gets the funds? Who gets to qualify as being a farmer? Um, you know, and and this is of a particular issue of um, small farmers. How big can you be to be defined as a farmer? How much I don't know output do you have to have? Um, and that really delineates a lot of uh, of all the funding and all the different support that you can receive. 
And uh, besides this, this quite important stuff about, um, as you said, the definition of active farmers, there's also this, um, uh, they're going to talk about the internal convergence, uh, another tricky issue. So the, the internal convergence is um, a process designed to gradually allow equal direct payments for all member states, because at the moment, Certain countries uh, earn more direct payments compared to the eastern farmers, basically. There's quite a east-west divide with eastern farmers uh, um, and, and eastern countries uh, pushing for um, speeding up the transition toward this uh, conversions. Other countries like Spain, um, they want to, to, to keep the transition as long as, as, as they could. This is another topic uh, on the table. And, and in the end, probably late in the afternoon, they're going to speak about the common market organization, which is basically uh, regulating everything uh, marketed in the EU when it comes to foodstuff, of course. There are some interesting aspects, of course, the, the extension of this uh, uh, duration uh, of the scheme of the authorizations for uh, vine plantings, but also the vine varieties, uh, the, the so-called Vitis uh, Labrusca uh, species. Uh, they're talking about a type of American grape variety. Uh, that are not included in the European wine production, but could be replanted in the existing historical uh, vineyards. We're talking about a ban basically on these American grapes uh, that include uh, some varieties, six varieties, the Noah, Otello, Isabel, uh, the Jacques de Clinton and the Herbemont. And, uh, and in the end, um, the final uh, issue that will be touched is uh, related to common market organization, the CMO, is the uh, market intervention in time of crisis. Uh, you remember that the commission proposed this uh, fund. Uh, actually, there's already a fund for market crisis in the current, and actually in, in the past cap. Uh, the one from uh, 2013 to 2019. The issue is that um, this um, triggering, this um, fund uh, will uh, end up in decreasing direct payments for farmers. So they want to decouple, basically. That's what the European Parliament and the Commission wants to decouple uh, the use of this fund uh, from the direct payments. Well, this week's only a kind of a, a short podcast. As we said, we're currently awaiting the outcomes of this super trilogue. Um, so we're all on tenterhooks to hear what's happening. Of course, we're following it um, all day. We'll be reporting on it. So uh, be sure to check in with you active, check in with us on Twitter um, to, to have all the latest news about what's going on. And obviously next week, we can then have a bit more of a, a reflection about what's happened uh, in this super trilogue and what this means going forward for the CAP negotiations. And this week, the AgriFood podcast is produced by Euractis AgriFood team, uh, Natasha Foot and Gerardo Fortuna, with the technical support of Euractis uh, podcast producer, Evi Chiori. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss the latest news on everything agriculture and food in the EU from Euractis AgriFood news team. I'm Natasha Foot. Thanks for listening and see you next week.